You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 381, at long last, Legends Finale. Welcome to episode 381 of Legion of Substitute Podcasters. I am Paul French, and today I am didn't get eaten by a gator lad. <laughs> Not for lack of trying, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. No, I uh, managed, yes, managed to keep myself safe from the gators. <laughs> and uh, and also managed to keep myself spoiler-free from last week's Flash before I saw it. So, Ah, good for you. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, hey, win-win. You no, know, we true. just got we just got back from uh from a week in Florida, and um, boy are your arms tired. Boy are they, yeah, yeah. No, the um, you know a lot of people down there uh, apologizing to us for the weather uh, that that was had while we were there. Uh-huh. We were fine with it because you know what? Not once did I have to trudge through snow. True, and true. much to my liking, most of the snow around here was was pretty much gone when we got back due to the rain. So. Yay! Again, win-win. That is a win-win. Excellent. Yes. So over to you, sir. Ah, well, I am Darren Noel, and I am avoid homework kid, Mm. because that's what I did this week, and I had a cold all last week, so I've been uh, just trying to get back with it and and do a lot of nothing to get over it, because Mm -hmm. I've got a lot of crap to do, and finally, yesterday, I think it broke. It's one of those weird ones that went everywhere in your body but didn't stay in one place too long. You know, it, was, mm. it started off as a sneeze and a sore throat, and then it tried to be a cough. It tried to be aches and pains, and then it wound up being an ear thing. I'm like, oh, no, we've had oh, enough goodness. of this. Oh, so, goodness, yeah. Yeah, it just kept traveling. It couldn't make up its mind what it wanted to be. So I killed it with vitamin C and rest, and that, that did and, the trick. So there you go. Yeah, probably preferable to killing it with fire. True, hmm. true. It was in a lot of delicate places. I don't think fire would be a good remedy. Oh my, not even a little bit. No, 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 not really. <laughs> exactly. So I, I um, I don't believe we have any Legion news. Um, I don't think so. Okay, that's fair. I, I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, I'm sure we'll be corrected. But I'm pretty sure there's not any Legion news. There is that whole uh, that one uh, tweet that. Didio and the crew sent out said rebirth, mm. but we know nothing about it yet to talk about it. We yeah. just know rebirth. So I, I would like to tab that, put a pin in that conversation for after we discover what exactly that means. So exactly until got, there is leading cool article. I mean, mm. okay. Mm-hmm. Although I I am intrigued. Mm. Rebirth. Okay. Sure. It's a phrase they've used a lot. Mm-hmm. They've, they've, it's a phrase they've used almost as much as they've used crisis. Crisis, exactly. Well, we'll see. We will see. Yeah, I'd like to have a little bit more to go on than mm-hmm. than yeah. uh, than than Dick Johnson's article and uh, and one word. Exactly. <laughs> it's like people are upset about it. People are happy about it. I'm like, I am neutral about it because I don't know what yeah. it is. You don't even know what it is. And how can you, yeah. <laughs> how can you be mad and or happy about this? Because you don't how know. How can you form a, an opinion based on your, nothing? Based on nothing. You're not in politics. Mm. Oh, what? Oh, I'm sorry. Mm. 
it's early for that, isn't it? Well, I guess it's I don't. Know. You guys start what? You guys started Iowa like starts Monday. Yeah, it's, yeah. So it's oh. not early. So I'm sorry. So you guys are going to start with uh, the whole election process. Um, the caucusing begins. Oh, I'll bet it does. In Iowa, always, um, but in Iowa this time. Mm-hmm. So Iowa gets to be first, which is kind of amusing because um, Iowa has a very complicated caucus process, apparently. Mm-hmm. That's why it's first, because it takes forever for Iowa to figure out who it's going to actually vote for. And it's something like, exactly. It's, it's over 90% white. And I believe if you looked at that state from a topographical standpoint, it would have to be over 80% rural, I believe. So that's who gets to decide the first round of votes. I don't think that's exactly representative of America as a whole, but sure, let's go for it. Why not? Well, I I was merely referring to the fact that, that, you know, the election started for you guys two years ago. Two years ago, Yeah. yeah. I remember uh, John Oliver when he was uh, filling in for John Stewart on the Daily Show saying, "Hey, how about we wait until I don't, you know, for, if we're going to talk about the 2016 election, how about we wait till I don't know 2016?" 2016. Yeah. I I agree totally with that. Anyway, I do. So I, I'm not a fan of the the entire election cycle being an entire two years. I'm not a fan of it at all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I guess I guess part of uh, what we're doing today, you know, unlike the political process, which which starts early and takes forever, we actually took a break from uh, from Legends and didn't even realize that we had and done I, so. We didn't realize we had done so. <laughs> yeah, and our, our our friend Thomas Lanish pointed out to us, you know, you guys never finished Legends, right? Thanks, Thomas. So, as we totally thought we had. Exactly. At least it was wishful thinking that we had. <laughs> and that is uh, Thomas Denise of the Parliament of Rooks podcast, which you got to check out because it's very cool. It and is that, very cool. That can be found at Tpor Podcast. So that is T P O R, the Parliament uh, of Rooks I podcast. I get it. It's yeah. an acronym. Dot com. Yeah. So Tpor Podcast. We should have done that for our website because ours is way too long to spell. Oh, dude. You're telling me. <laughs> I want. I wanted just uh, later. I wanted to just get losp.com, um, but there's some lumber company. It's that a lumber has company. It. <laughs> yes. yes, Darren. That's right. Our name Send has the lumberjacks wood. my way. I'll persuade them. Our name has wood. Um, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so yeah. So we're gonna actually get to. Um, I'm going to that website right after this recording, so I can place an order. <laughs> Yes, I'd like some wood, please. Some wood, please. Send it on over. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if that means what you think it means. Uh, or maybe damn. it does. Um, anyway. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so this, uh, this of course, is uh, brought to us by uh, John Ostrander. Mm-hmm. He was the plotter. Len Wein is the scripter. John Byrne is the penciler. Carl Kiesel and Dennis Janke split the inking duties right pretty much... Uh, Kiesel yeah. does the first twenty pages. Janky does the last uh, last ten pages. Mm-hmm. Steve Haney is the letterer. I love Steve Haney. Mister Haney. I love Mister Haney. He is fun guy. Fun guy in comics to talk to. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carl Gafford is the colorist, and Mike Gold is the editor. Ah, oh, Mike Gold. Indeed. You want to start us off with this? One? I, I can't. Let's yeah. start with the with the cover. So, if you're interested in knowing what the new Justice League roster is, 
you're not too far off looking at this cover as to who's going to be in the Justice League, with the exception of Changeling, Wonder Woman, and Flash. That is most of the Justice League, Wahaha era's new lineup right there. At, at uh, least at the beginning, yeah. At least at the at the beginning, you know, on that on that iconic front cover that they have for mm. JL number one. Um, on the cover, it's Changeling, Superman, Captain Marvel. Uh, Guy Gardner, uh, Martian Manhunter, Doctor Fate, Blue Beetle, Batman, Black Canary, Wonder Woman, and The Flash. Mm-hmm. So and, also kind of the a lot of the, this is this really sort of covers a lot of that second tier um, rebooting because we've just had Superman rebooted and uh, and Batman and Wonder Woman as well. Now, yeah, I guess we have had Wonder Woman at this stage. Yeah, yeah. I thought that there was a bit more time in between the two of them, but I guess not. So Well, Wonder Woman makes her quote unquote debut in issue five. Right. Okay. In Man's World in this series, and I think her series follows very shortly after this. I could be wrong. You may want to check. Oh. Me, but Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and, and I know Flash started just after it because they kind of pushed it as a legend spinoff and of course we've seen sort of wally going through those growing pains of uh in in this yep so it's called a finale aptly put Mm. um we are on apocalypse where dark side and the phantom stranger are betting on the fate of humanity like you do when you're omnipotent like that and dark side is gloating because ah he is victorious and phantom stranger's like not so fast there funny boy um (laughs) <laughs> and we get a basic recap of what's happened in the last five issues, which is uh, G. Gordon Godfrey, one of um, Darkseid's minions as glorious Godfrey, came to Earth and started um, using propaganda speech to get um, humanity to turn on its heroes. That would never work. Well, it's working now, kids. Pay attention. Um, we see uh, Captain Marvel accidentally, quote-unquote, kill the Macro Man, which... That really didn't happen. He was just set up to take the fall. We see the Detroit Justice League basically ineffective against the large brimstone creature. And we see how uh, Reagan basically said, well, superheroes are bad, so we've got to ban you all. That sounds, part- a, that sounds a little H- uh, a little Poppy Bush there. Did it? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Superheroes sting like a scorpion. Sting, sting, sting. Sting, sting, sting. <laughs> a thousand points of Justice Leaguers. Um, and Superman agrees that, yes, Mr. President, if you want us to, we'll go away. Funny, it took the Justice Society to appear in front of the House on Americans Com- Activities Committee for that to happen. But here, Reagan just signs an executive order and says, yeah. Right. Sting yeah. all heroes. Have a nice day. And, um,. Darkseid's like, soon, ha ha ha. The underlying envy and distrust the Earthmen feel will drive them to destroy their heroes, to destroy all symbols of greatness. Thus, the only legend left upon the Earth will be mine. And Fanister says, a fascinating plan, Darkseid, but still one ultimately doomed to failure. In your pride and arrogance, you've ignored one crucial factor in your equation, and that uncontrollable factor will prove your downfall. Well, what I find interesting here is, is this is something that... You, you could only kind of get away with in this era, mm-hmm. right? These two characters having this sort of banter back and forth and kind of the... Um, it's very Game Master, Thanos, 
very oh definitely from marvel it's very much like no that. and no surprise you know when you've got you've got len ween who was who who had just come over from uh from marvel a few years before and you know i mean i mean at the time there was a lot of back and forth and um you know and len ween put in, he put in a lot of time over at marvel yep and um so you know, that there's that that aspect to it, but I, I think it it's that kind of thing is very much a holdover from uh, the, from the Silver Age and and Bronze Age. You know, to have these sort of characters banter back and forth. You know, now, and I when I say now, I don't even mean just now. I mean over sort of the last twenty years. Um, those characters, you know, they would be too. It, it's too black and white. You know, and they, and they would, and uh, and and so you can't have them kind of have that kind of banter outside of a Giffen book because um, because then, <laughs> then it's considered goofy, really. Yeah, because then it's considered goofy, and um, it, it's just it's sort of an interesting uh, artifact of its time, I guess. Yeah, true. I mean, it's it's very much of the politics of the time. It's very much of the uh, the era of the the country at the time because yeah. it's high high anti-communism era for the United States US versus Russia that's, the that's right yeah or thing it's very much of that ilk of this is as close as we got in the DC universe to muties are evil yeah being yeah. a thing you know so uh, we are at Washington DC where apparently some of the heroes are held up um, dealing with a basically a big old protest against them and g gordon godfrey is whipping up the uh, minions into a frenzy um and and g gordon's basically saying despite the president's direct order they stand before us in direct defiance of all we believe how long will we let them mock us my friends how long and uh martian manhunter arrives and there's dr fate and batman and he says i see godfrey hasn't changed his tune at all dr fate the Martian Manhunter, I did not summon you. Nevertheless, I go where I am needed. Well, you're certainly needed here, Manhunter. Welcome. And Superman says, is the rest of the Justice League behind you, Jean? I'm afraid not, Superman. At this moment in time, the Justice League of America no longer exists. So we've already had all that mess with Professor Ivo mm -hmm. and the deaths of Vibe and Steel. And Vixen will soon be joining the, joining the Suicide Squad. And Gypsy will just go away for a little bit, but reappear later. In some interesting books, I think. Oh, definitely. And um, so G. Gordon um, commands his warhounds to destroy them, and we see the rest of the heroes include Black Canary, Flash, Guy Gardner, Changeling, Blue Beetle, Captain Marvel, um, who have been in this book previously, and they're just here. And so the heroes are taking apart the stuff, and uh, Flash warns them that there are people inside the warhounds, so be careful. And so Dr. Fate basically separates the humans from the warhounds, and Superman just goes, scrang. I love that kind of a, you know, yeah. <laughs> sound effect. I know we don't get to drink from it, but still, it's funny. Um, <laughs> Batman just avoids one of them, then pulls on its tail and knocks out the guys inside of it, and then does a whole bunch of acrobatics. He rolled a d20. Not yes. a problem. He's good. And they go, splang. And uh, so Godfrey's like, you and you think you've gained the upper hand, fools, but you're wrong. My warhounds are all over the city, ready to wreak destruction. If that isn't enough, ee! Um, I don't know why this thing's not booming. Yeah, that's it weird. Be booming. It, I think they 
made a mistake and thought maybe Black Canary was doing something and gave or, that her sonic scream thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's uh, it, you know, it's a step away from Jimmy's uh, single uh, watch. Single really, watch. You know? Yeah. Which does he have that right now? Uh, no, he does. He no, doesn't. Single no. watch is gone. Yeah, very. Um, and and sorry, I just want to just while well, we got a second, just oh, clarify. Ahead. You you're right. Uh, Wonder Woman had started. It was Wonder Woman was on, was on issue three. Okay. Superman was on issue four. Just to wow. so we had had Man of Steel. It was probably because I seem to remember at that point we had Year One come out, right? Uh, in Batman. And uh, Superman had the Man of Steel miniseries, so it was a you know we we you know we cha- you know brought you the new Superman, we brought you the new Batman. Now it's Wonder Woman's turn, uh-huh. and so that was probably toward the end of Man of Steel. So we had had Man of Steel, we'd had Batman Year One, and then um Wonder Woman basically started a month after the new yeah. Superman book started so they had that kind of golden age the Legend of Wonder Woman series that they published in between Crisis and, and the, her book yeah the Busick and Robbins uh yeah. yeah yeah did they renumber Batman or no did they just they keep did not the same numbering and then the same number year one okay so year one was like Batman 400 or 401 something like yeah. that yeah okay. um Oh, uh, actually, um, actually, part three of four of, of Batman Year One came out the same month as this issue. Well, there you go. And that was, so part three of four uh, was Batman 406, so counting backward, 405, 404. So Batman 404 is where we saw uh, Batman Year One play out. And yeah, Batman kept its numbering right up until, uh, until the New 52. Oh, sweet. Good for so, it. Yeah, yeah, so... Uh, well, as did action comics. True. Um, uh, but it was just Superman that got renumbered. Superman Actually, got a number one. And, uh, and there was a new Superman title, Adventures of Superman. Adventures of Superman that kept, kept the, the original Superman numbering. Yeah, exactly. And then the and then those got switched back sometime around or or maybe slightly before Infinite Crisis, maybe even slightly after. I can't remember exactly, but they basically brought the additional Superman books to an end so you, you and they brought it down to the basic two here's Superman here's action comics uh-huh. Superman uh, retains its original numbering as well up until the new 52 yeah because back then there were four Superman books so you were basically getting Superman weekly oh, there were, yeah well and they had five because they had the ad, they added the quarter quarterly title oh uh, that's right they the, did. The, right. Superman the man of tomorrow that would basically show up every time there was a fifth week and uh, so that they could have Superman every week. Um, but that's probably a little further along than where we are. Yeah, well, um, sure. <laughs> but, and also, this is timely because this came out uh, during, also came out during the Universal Saga. So we were just waiting until we caught up in the Baxter Really? Run. Yeah, that's what we were doing. Yeah, that's that was all, it. It's all on purpose. <laughs> yeah. And if you believe that. Yeah. Oh, question number three. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Um, so parademons are flooding out through the uh, boom tube. I'm calling it a boom tube. Sorry. It, it is a damn boom tube. It's a boom tube. Um, and uh, it, it's it's fairly reminiscent of the anti-monitors shadow demons in the sky, too, in the next panel at the top of, um, let me see what page number that is, eight. Yes. Um, and Blue Beetle's looking at them. And um, Dr. Fate says, you see now why I summoned you here, my friends. The fate of all humanity now rests in your hands. And Guy Gardner says, as usual. <laughs> and Superman says, what do you want us to do, Fate? 
And Dr. Fate says, what you were born to do, all of you, fight for the right, defend the weak and oppressed. Go now, my friends, and do what must be done. Go in the name of justice. And uh, so is this before or after the JSA goes away? I'm guessing it's after the JSA has disappeared. Oh, yeah, yeah, because um, we're uh, um, uh, Infinity Inc. 37. Um, at long last, the origin, the origin of Northwind is revealed blah 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 what fate does this hold for the future of the silver scarab oh yeah because things got real dark over things, things got very ink. dark yeah. Okay. yeah um so so i think the jsa had already left and speaking of which i picked up just before i left on vacation to read mm-hmm. on the plane uh, uh the america versus the jsa uh oh trade. i love that miniseries it's fantastic i'd it's forgotten how great, great it was series. Great so series. yeah so i picked that up um but yeah so the um Okay, so Infinity Inc. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> We're going to do research right well, now. Well, because that's kind of where it happened. I, th- I seem to think it was around issue three. No, it was, it was a special that came out, Last Days of the JSA. Oh, I, I, I realized that, but they, okay. they, they kind of paralleled it in... Um, gotcha, gotcha. In Infinity Inc. Yeah. And, and boo on me for not picking that up when I was a kid. For some reason, it just I guess my budget was tight, so, eh. Sorry, inventors. I'll get back to you. I, yeah. While you while you do. Well, research. I didn't. I didn't get. I didn't get catch on to Infinity Inc. until it, it was. I think I picked up the last issue off the stands, mm-hmm. and then I had to go back and read it all. And yeah, still one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. I, I gotta get it for the Global Guardian stuff. I, I love those guys. Yeah. So Doctor Fate is um, there on the steps of the Capitol, basically saying the violence is gone. Far enough, good people, for your own sakes, I beseech you, walk away from here, forget Gordon Godfrey's insanity, and return to your homes. And they're all like, you're the one who's crazy, you masked man! (laughs) (laughs) Holy tea party, Batman. (laughs) Uh, So, G. Gordon Godfrey's like the one called Dr. Fate is in position, my faithful one, and distracted by the crowd, the moment for you to strike is now. And a uh, parademon comes out from the back and snatches the helmet of fate and uh, takes it away and uh, Kent Nelson says the helmet of Naboo it's gone stolen by that parademon and with it went the persona of Dr. Fate I'm merely Kent Nelson again and I'm and am I in trouble hey under that freaky mask you ain't nothing special just another guy like us yeah a traitor to your own kind and um, the crowd is rah 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 and Dr. Fate flies away says fortunately even as Kent Nelson I still retain some small portion of Fate's mystic energies giving me super strength and the power of flight now I've got to track down that parademon and regain the helmet or Dr. Fate's days as a lord of Orber, order Orber? Orber, Orber uh, may finally be over and Godfrey's like and thus dies yet another legend yeah. so uh, just to back up uh, yeah. issue 30 so we were uh, this came out the same time as issue 37 of Infinity Inc. Issue 30 was the uh, JSA in memoriam cover. Gotcha. Okay. Um, in which uh, Dr. Fate, Star Spangled Kid, and Power Girl were, were expelled from Ragnarok. Because, of course, they did go in with them, but then they got sent back. And, of course, so Dr. Fate kind of went directly from getting expelled from Ragnarok into this and I believe there was also a a Keith Giffen uh, miniseries around this time as well that would then lead into the the J.M. DeMattis uh, Sean McManus series uh, that yeah came soon after and was awesome yeah 
There were a lot of Dr. Fates after this happened, so yeah, we'll get to that eventually, I guess. Yeah. Um, but the one we will never get to is Fate himself. Yes, yeah. I agree with that completely. Um, so G. Gordon Godfrey is running away from the mob because you know they're doing his job, and uh, we see that um, Godfrey has been keeping Boomerang, Captain Boomerang. Yeah. Roy. Sorry. Mm, Roy, crikey. We're going to call you Bruce, Bruce. Anyway, um, uh, prisoner from the, these warhounds, and, and he's like, you've got me surrounded by these oversized dingoes, Godfrey. Blah, 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 blah. And um, Godfrey says, come now, Captain. No need to be so hostile. I, I already know most of the details. How you and your Earthwalk companions destroyed the blazing behemoth Brimstone, for example. That would be the new Suicide Squad. Yeah. But why a group of so-called supervillains were working together to defend the world? Ah, now that's another story altogether. And he's like, you want to know why me and me mates turn do-gooder, eh? Well, you just call off them wicked-looking watchdogs of yours so I can <laughs> breathe a little easier and I'll tell you, mate. It's well, awful, the, I know. That's the worst Australian the accent worst ever. ever? Worse <laughs> than Olivia Newton-Johns? Really? Um, <laughs> well, hers is an actual one. Shut up. Wow, the issue of facts, Paul. Um, And uh, Digger says, yeah, I'll tell you plenty. And uh, we see the rest of the Suicide Squad up on the roof. Deadshot's got uh, Boomerang in his eyes, uh, in his shot. And uh, Flag's like, Deadshot, no. Hey, what's the problem, Flag? Our orders were to either rescue Boomerang before he could reveal the existence of Task Force X or else ice him. But, and Flag's like, but I'm the one who's supposed to decide which, and I think there's still a chance to free him, and we've got uh, Rick Flag, Junior Deadshot, Bronze Tiger, and Enchantress up there. And Rick Flag says, Enchantress, yeah. are you ready? Always, Colonel. <laughs> With my complete mastery of all things inorganic, a job like this is child's play, and she does a little and um, Godfrey says, what? Something's wrong with my Warhound. It's been transferred into uh, Strawberry Jello? No, now something's blown the kneecaps off the other one. To the energy pits with Boomerang. I can't risk capture now. Not when we're so close to victory. And he runs away while the people are like, Godfrey, help us. And he's like, help yourselves. And uh, Flag's like, well done, Enchantress. Deadshot? Bronze uh, Tiger, Godfrey's yours. Not exactly what I'd hoped to find under my Christmas tree, Colonel. But I suppose Bengals can't be choosers. Yuck, oh, yuck, Oh, man. Oh, that was horrible. <laughs> Fortunately, Austin, yeah. I love you, but that was horrible. He plotted. Len Wein did the script. Did he? Oh, Len, Len, Len. And uh, Bronze Tiger, who's wearing his his tiger mask, which he hardly ever did in the Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. That, uh, that, that was the, one of the first things that, uh, that Ostrander got rid of. And... Um, you know the costumes only lasted well. The you know basically once you got into this into the sort of the forties of the series, um, yeah, they were yeah, done except with that. for the villains, the costumes were gone. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, there are more jumpsuity utilitarian kits, I guess, at the point. So there is no bronze tiger in the um, Suicide Squad movie. Well, that's okay. Yeah, just interesting. That's, that's okay. There were a lot of characters in Suicide Squad. Uh, Absolutely, but we and I gotta say the new trailer has me actually. The new trailer looks makes me go, oh, this is gonna be actually the good because on on the one point it's it has succeeded in actually making me think 
hey, maybe Will Smith won't be so bad as Deadshot. Because mm-hmm. at first that was just a, no, I cannot see Deadshot doing a, oh, hell no. Because you know that's going to come up at least once. And, and I am actually fine with that. Because I, I'm fine with them, because it's Hollywood. I'm fine with them sticking actors with lines that call back to their other stuff a little bit. <sighs> yeah, I guess, And I'm okay but... with that. As long as it's in context, and I think in a Suicide Squad mission, there will be some context for that line. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. (laughs) Um, And a movie like Suicide Squad, it's dark already. Yeah. Uh, You're going to need some kind of humor out of it from someone at some point. Absolutely. Um, and, and, And by the way, Mr. Echo is Killer Croc. Mr. Echo? Yeah. From Lost? Yes. Really? Yes. Oh, that's intriguing. Yes. By the way, we all know who's going to die, right? Looking at you, Slipknot. Looking at you. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> poor Adam Beach. Poor, poor Slipknot. <laughs> poor, poor Slipknot. <laughs> anyway. Wait, wait, there, I, I actually, I kind of see where this movie can go to build on a, on the Justice League movie. I, I kind of see Enchantress as being the villain of that movie. Yeah, that uh, makes the sense. One, the one who breaks apart from everything. And... Certainly, the Enchantress, broken apart from that with enough energy and crazy on her, could certainly pose a threat to the Justice League. So, yeah, that's that's my thinking about it. Not that she'll be like a main villain or something, but it could be something that helps form that team at some point. Because Waller lets something loose that they, she can't control, and that's going to bring her into conflict with Batman, which we love. So we'll see. We'll see if that happens. But yeah. Going back to Bronze Tiger, um, he is um, dashing after the Godfrey, and um, Godfrey is using his silver tongue devil charm on him and says, No, mass man, the choice is yours. You will continue to serve a false and fallen cause, or will you give yourself unhesitantly to a new master, the one true master? And he's like, No, your voice. I mustn't listen. I, I, because remember, Bronze Tiger was hypnotized into joining the League of Assassins, right, and killed the first Batwoman. So it's a callback to that part of his life. Oh, that's right. I'd forgotten that part. Yes. Yep. And Godfrey says, too late, fool. You have felt the power of glorious Godfrey, and you are mine. And so we go back, and uh, Deadshot and Enchantress are there. Okay, Colonel, we've rounded up Godfrey's grunts. Now what? Now we fulfill our primary mission, Deadshot. We get Boomerang, and then we get out of here. And Boomerang's like, good to see you, Colonel. Woo. Knew you wouldn't let old Digger down. Sorry about them threats I made on the telly, mate. Uh, but you know I was only kidding, don't you? You know old Digger wouldn't really breathe a word about. And Fly just walks up and just says, Boomer, shut up. And clocks him. We had a deal, mister, and you didn't keep it. As of now, Boomerang, all bets are off. You're back with the program, perhaps permanently. Now let's find the tiger and hit the road. And Bats is trying to trail Godfrey. And he's like, uh, he's thinking about that. And this is a classic Batman panel right there. I'm just like, yeah. well, that's just, that almost looks very Jim Aparo Batman to me. Yeah, um, absolutely. He's thinking Godfrey managed to disappear during all this confusion, but he couldn't have gotten far. Once I hunt him down, I can know this is really getting out of hand. Looks like the local chapter of Thugs R Us has decided to use the Smithsonian for a shooting gallery. So he throck and walks two guys. Oh, Look, citizens carrying guns. Wow. Hmm. That'll never happen. Um, 
And they're like, it's the Batman, plug him! Bad idea, boys. The way I see it, you clods couldn't plug a leaky faucet with your heads, and he begins to just whoop ass on them. And one of them um, does a da 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 and the, uh, Batman says, nice try, Kenny. <laughs> but as your pal said, I'm not human. Kenny, <laughs> Without Godfrey around to command them, his warhounds are running amok, and this is we've now switched to Guy Gardner here. Yeah, amok, amok, amok. They'll turn those people to dog chow, lest I turn those hungry hounds into scrap metal first. And so uh, Guy Gardner is going after him. That's one hound down without harming a single stupid hair on the heads of the morons controlling it. Maybe that'll help me prove to the Guardians they gave this, they gave this power ring to the right, dare I say it, Guy... Yeah. Oh, Len. Ah. <laughs> and in the shadows, we see um, a female figure uh, thinking to herself, I had not intended to reveal my presence in man's world so soon after my arrival, but no Amazon worthy of the name can stand idly by while innocent blood is at risk. Come ahead, then, Warhound, though you be brother to Cerberus himself. Still, your fury is as nothing before the matchless might of Diana, firstborn of the noble Hippolyta. Diana, Princess of the Amazons, whom those of man's world shall come to call Wonder Woman. And she basically lifts this thing with one hand <laughs> to Guy Gardner's Eep. Yeah. <laughs> Eep. Wonderful splash page of, of the first appearance of Wonder Woman here. And then uh, Wonder Woman says, Feel it then, monster. A blow well struck for freedom. Scroom for victory. Ha 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 ha. And, uh, Guy Garner says, not bad, babe. You might just have a future in this biz. And she turns around and says, and you are? Guy Garner, the one true Green Lantern. And Wonder Woman says, then I suggest if you are on the side of honor that you stop ogling me and protect those you are sworn to protect. Before this madness is finally ended, there is much to be done that only such as we can do. And for the record, Guy Gardner, I am nobody's babe. <laughs> <laughs> and she takes off. Now that is one tough broad, he's thinking to himself. <laughs> Sir, you have no idea. And um, we see um, the White House is under attack, and uh, they're um, tear gassing and sleep gassing the guards. Um, another few seconds, and they'll get in, and the Oval Office is there, and um, they've come as I expected. I don't, I don't do a good Reagan. I'm sorry, but hey, Paul, take a drink. Wahoom! Yeah, looks enough in this book for me. Mm. And uh, the militia men, who would never take over a federal installation, <laughs> walk in. Well, well, mummy. Um, <laughs> better pack your bags, old man. The people have held an impromptu election, and you've been voted out. And uh, Reagan says, this office will not bow to terrorism. You have exactly five seconds to surrender yourselves. And the guy says, tough talk, old man. It'll make a nice epitaph. And they basically shoot and kill the president. Except it, it's not possible. Now you have two seconds. Time's up. Game's over. Crash. Ugh. What idiots. And the uh, Reagan decoy is standing there while Reagan comes in. Are you all right? And uh, careful, sir. I still don't truly fuss. I don't fully trust this alien. Don't be a bonehead, <laughs> Arthur. And it does look like that's Henry Gyrich with blonde hair in the back, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, it does, doesn't it? That's an Avengers callback. Thank you. Green skinned or otherwise, this man just risked his life for mine, and I intend to thank him. 
and it is Sean Jones, the Martian Manhunter. There are no things necessary, Mr. President. With my Martian physiognomy, I was never in any real danger. It was a simple matter of transforming myself to resemble you and then awaiting the inevitable. Nevertheless, I am in your debt. I won't soon forget what you've done for me today. You're right, it is more Father Bush, isn't it? <laughs> I've done the same for anyone. Now, if you'll excuse me, there are others who need, who have more pressing need of my services, and John takes off. And um, Callahan, call the press corps. This is Reagan speaking. I'm rescinding my executive order banning superheroes effective immediately. But, sir, do you really think that's wise? And Reagan says, you bet I do, son. Wisest thing I've done these past few days. And Superman is tackling some um, of the parademons and whooping them up while Captain Marvel is doing the same. Ah, Superman and Captain Marvel on the Ah, It's a beautiful thing, ain't it? Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. My heart hurts. Love it. Ah, Anyway. And um, Changeling and Flash, because they were teammates in the new Teen Titans before crisis happened, are zipping around town. It looks like Superman and and that Marvel guy have taken out all the parahoosies. And Godfrey's Warhounds have all been reduced to scrap, which means that all that's left is to mop up these lunatics. Hey! Set them up, knock them down. Set them up, knock them down. And Blue Beetle and Black Canary are having a good old aerobic workout here. See, this is about as much fun as mulching. You okay, Black Canary? Just fine, Beetle. I'm an old hand at this. Better watch your own back. And speaking of backs, Bozo, you've got a monkey on yours as Changeling turns from a uh, gazelle to a monkey and attacks this guy with the bat. And Batman's like, our ground forces are holding their own, but the odds are overwhelming. We could use a little help here. Hey, look, it's Batman! And uh, as if in answer to the Dark Knight's silent summons, Martian Manhunter, Guy Gardner, Wonder Woman, Dr. Fate, uh, without his helmet, um, Captain Marvel and Superman all show up, uh, dropping swiftly from a sun-drenched sky to behold the stuff of nightmares, a bloodthirsty mob that instantly surrounds them like a vice. Please, people, stay back. We don't want to hurt you, says Superman. Yeah, speak for yourself, Big Blue. <laughs> Stifle it, Gardner, Marvel says. You're not exactly helping our case here. And Godfrey is is frothing at all the scenery in the room. He really should have been played by William Shatner. Oh, yeah. Yes. No, don't listen to them, my friends. They are trying to deceive you. Stop now and everything we fought for today will be for nothing. To ensure our dream of a new society, you must kill those cursed superheroes, my friends. You must destroy them all. And the mesmerized bronze bronze tiger flinches before Godfrey's rantings. While the assembled heroes stand their ground, hoping to avoid further conflict, but ready should it come. For an interminable instant, tension hangs in the air like a palpable thing. Then the throng draws closer, dangerously closer. And a universe away, a laugh like grinding granite cuts through stagnant air like a reaper's scythe. And he says, satisfied now, stranger? Look at your precious humans snapping at their prey like dogs, like hunger dogs. What? (laughs) Wait for that, kids. You presume victory too quickly, Darkseid. The final scene of your little drama is still to be played. Behold, as the children of the humans, because everyone invites their kids to a mob. Yeah. (laughs) No, stop. You mustn't do this. Hey, what? Where'd all these kids come from? (laughs) Please, folks, you got to stop this. We ain't going to let you touch these heroes. And there's Robin, who brought the kids. Listen to them, folks. They're making sense. No matter what Godfrey says, you can't really believe that Batman. So wait a second. That idiot brought the kids? Someone should kill him. 
Someone should just Well, call. I I think there's a phone number you can call. <laughs> I think there is. <laughs> and uh, Jason slash Robin says, stop and think for a second. Remember all the good they've done? And Batman's like, careful, Robin. You're dancing through a minefield here. But we believe in the heroes and what they represent. You once told me we could all be heroes, Daddy, if that's what we wanted. Please, Daddy, be my hero now. And uh, this is the girl that um, helped Captain Marvel through his guilt over killing Macroman, Lisa. And Captain Marvel's like, that's telling him, Lisa, keep it up, kid. And Godfrey's like, no, you mustn't listen to her, my friends. See how these mass monsters have twisted her impressionable young mind. You must stop this ranting, dear child. You must stop it now. Stop it till you hear me. Stop it. And Godfrey slaps Lisa. Not really a slap so much as a full-on hit. And yeah, he's like, like, he's like, you kids, you know, don't you understand? This is this is gonna be huge, mm-hmm. huge, basically. And the the crowd's like, did you see that? He he slapped that kid. What kind of animal is he? Well, he's running for president. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> um, please, Mister, don't hit me again. The hair's not far wrong. I know, right? <laughs> Keep in mind, this was done in what, 86? Yeah. 5, 86? Yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, Everyone should read Herm. Or just saying Herm. Yeah. <laughs> Human juice. <laughs> Human bean juice. Uh, forgive me, child. I did not mean to. No, their eyes. I've lost control and they're too angry to succumb to my persuasive powers again. But fortunately, I have other options. The golden helmet of Dr. Fate. Oh, this is going to be a mistake. Yeah, this cannot go well. So now we know who had the helmet the whole time. Godfrey puts on the helmet of Dr. Fate and goes, mind melted. He wanted to become more powerful than Darkseid himself and thought stealing the helm of Naboo would be the right way to do it. And it takes less than a second for the mystic power of the helmet of Naboo, the power of a Lord of Order to slash through the racing wind, uh, racing mind, sorry, of glorious Godfrey. And then it is gone taking the slivered remains of Godfrey's mind with it, and basically... <laughs> he's basically... Uh, Ultra Boy. No. <laughs> Stop it. Um, Which way did it go? Which way did it go? Stop it. We need to get through one episode. Now, <laughs> Why would we want to do that? Angry text from Josh. <laughs> um, Dr. Fade says, I'll take my helmet back now if you don't mind. Thanks for finding it for me. And all the, the crowd is like, trying like trying to figure out what's going on what happened to them and bronze tiger is back to himself like looks like everything's back to normal here including me time for task force x to disappear yes and the people are apologizing superman you you others we're so sorry can you forgive us and superman says your minds are being controlled there's nothing to forgive and guy Gardner's like the hell there isn't <laughs> he is the yosemite sam of the dc universe yeah. yes my biscuits are burning no um no amount of brainwashing, no matter how potent, could do what Godfrey's did, unless the seed had already been planted. Way down deep, these geeks have always distrusted us, maybe even feared us. Eh? Don't judge them so harshly, Greenlander. We're as responsible for that as they are. Say what? <laughs> it's part of our job to stand apart from humanity, to protect them from what the from the, the threats only we can deal with. If you're looking for hero worship, friend, better look for it somewhere else. And Wonder Woman says, you make your point well, Captain Marvel. Whether they be worshipped or reviled, there will always be a need for true heroes. And uh, Dr. Fate says, as there is a need for brotherhood of heroes. Though Jean Jean's has indicated the Justice League has been disbanded, 
the purpose for which it was first joined is no less urgent in these dark days. What say you, my friends? Will you stand beside me in the name of justice? And we get a yes from everyone except for Flash and Changeling and Superman. Yeah. And Superman says, as the Flash said, I'll be there when you really need me. And you, Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman? Hey, she's gone. <laughs> Who do you think she is? Batgirl? What? Yeah. Anyway. And Batman says, we'll see her again. Agreed, that lady is the very essence of the term hero. Well, Doc, you've got your recruits. Only question is, what are we going to call ourselves? I should think that answer to that would be obvious. Doc's right. There's a perfectly good name lying around right now unused. I vote we call ourselves the Justice League. And thus the game ended. Dark side and as I foretold, you have lost. You never truly understood how deeply ingrained the need for legends is within the human psyche. Instead of destroying that concept of legends, you have merely reaffirmed it. Bah, it was an entirely reasonable plan. But these cursed humans are too unpredictable. Still, it is only a temporary setback. In the end, humanity is destined to fall before the matchless might of Darkseid, the Destroyer. And we get a final splash page of the Phantom Stranger saying what constitutes a legend. Is it powers and abilities beyond those of mortal men, or is it a fighting heart that refuses to acknowledge defeat? For centuries beyond numbering from the ancient campfire to the towering condominium, Man has relied on his legends to hold back the night. Men call me the Phantom Stranger, and there are those who claim that I am a legend as well. If so, I am proud to be counted in the company of such as these. And we get a biblical quote here, too. Uh, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. So not 2 Corinthians? That's one of my favorites. No. Ephesians... Chapter Fair 6, verse 12. And we have uh, Changeling, Flash, Guy Gardner, Blue Beetle, Martian Manhunter, uh, Wonder Woman, Batman, Black Canary, Captain Marvel, Superman, and Dr. Fate standing there. And underneath it says, The New Beginning. Yes, and of course, when uh, Justice League started, uh, the first trade was actually Justice League, A New Beginning. Um, uh, so so just to, to put a bit of perspective on, on this new version of the Justice League, uh, Dematis was given the Justice League. He had just finished off the uh, the Detroit League, mm-hmm. and um, so they said, "Hey, let's put you with Giffen and Kevin McGuire." And originally, what their plan was is they wanted to do a Big Seven title, you know, just yeah. like 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 what Morrison got to start with, you know, like yeah, Big Big Seven. Let's go with those. However. <laughs> At the time, Superman was going through the John, the John Byrne reboot. Um, uh, Jorge Perez was handling the relaunch Wonder Woman, and Mike Barron was dealing with the relaunch of The Flash. Um, Aquaman was off limits as well because he was kind of in creative limbo for for some time, oh. and. Um, so, but but Denny O'Neill kind of took pity on the on the group that was going to be handling this and gave them Batman to be used in the series to a limited extent. And Andy Halfer, who was also at who was the editor on Justice League, but was also the editor of Green Lantern at the time, he suggested, "Why don't you use Guy Gardner instead of Hal Jordan?" Uh-huh. And then Giffen decided on the on the comedic term uh, tone. Um, you know, we talk a lot about the the comedy and in the Bwahaha Justice yeah. League, but really, some of their stuff was really dark. 
There was that, some you know, real dark shit. Then. Even in the first, like, like people talk about, like, like later there got to be a lot of silliness, you know, when like later on with sort of Booster and Beetle and that sort of thing. But there was, uh, people forget, people remember the comedic parts, but they forget that a lot of that was to temper some pretty dark storylines. And yes, there was some wacky stuff like, um, you know... Cooey, cooey, cooey. Oh, God, I love the... Uh, that's one of my favorite little... Uh, but the first, yeah, the first three issues, you had a roster of ten. Yeah. Including Oberon, Mr. Miracle, Dr. Light, um, Kimi Yohoshi, yep. and a new character, Maxwell Lord, and, and kind of involved yep. with this. And then by the end of issue four, Dr. Light was gone and Booster Gold had joined. And you got the impression that this team was going to be in constant flux with membership. And it wasn't too and, long yeah. after this we got Rocket Red and Captain Adam added to the roster as well. That's right. And then later on we would get uh, Light Ray and Orion, and you, you and know Black Canary would go away. That's right. That's right. And and, and, and I mean part of it was they were they were, they had some pretty dark storylines with really witty banter going on around it. Yep. Later, yes, they would get into like the manga con uh, stuff was kind of goofy. You know, that's where we also got a lot more Nort. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, Kui 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 was pretty wacky. And, you know, we had the Beetle and Guy Gardner, uh, you know, prize fight. You know, there, there was a lot of there was a lot of goofy stuff, but there was also there were also some pretty dark storylines. You know, it even crossed over with um Justice League Europe early on. And again, Justice League Europe was a bit more serious. Mm-hmm. Not much. You know, it had its own bouts of, of wackiness, uh, even in, a, in a, a, a thing that had, you know, the, uh, um, what is it, Blue Jay and um, Blue Jay Silver, and Sorceress, Silver Sorceress, yeah, yeah who were uh, Avengers analogs. And, you know, there was a lot of crazy stuff going on there, too. Uh, but there was well, all... The- Power just, Girls Cat is my favorite part. Yeah, but at the Girls. same time, they always had the humor to go along with it. Mm-hmm. And they, they were doing some pretty dark storylines, in, in, you know, the, the darker than one would think. And, uh, and, and a lot of that humor was meant to be more counterpoint. Um, well, uh, that's why it stuck out more. So that's, I think that's why people remember it more. Yeah, and so so the idea of this was was Marvel was pretty grim and gritty at the time, and uh, and so Justice League kind of worked as great uh, a great counterpoint to that. So you you know you had th- you new characterizations of old characters. So you had you know. Guy Gardner being a loudish hothead. You had Captain Marvel. Now he actually retained the the kid personality, and we would actually the next month see the Shazam a new beginning that kind of flushed that out a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Booster Gold was was played a lot more greedy and a lot less capable than he had been in the Dan Jurgens Booster Gold series. Uh, Black Canary was was written as a, a pretty arch feminist in in you know in the way she like she was different in this than say in uh, in the Longbow Hunters and well, in, and, yeah. in, and in Green Arrow in general at the time and that was you know part of it was like how do we reconcile that that character in this line of books uh, to being in that Justice League series and the answer is you don't. You don't. You you have to let her go. 
Um, Green Arrow took a very dark turn for her. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. 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 And um, and I liked the way they handled that, actually, with, uh, you know, the phone call to Oberon. And that um, was it. Yeah. Yeah. And and so uh, so think about this, you know, the the this this version of the Justice League came in after Legends, um, and they were given a less. They were basically, you know, they started out as just Justice League. The idea was they're they're worldwide, um, and it, then the international part came in when they got the kind of the UN Charter and all that that kind of thing. Um, and so you had your connection to the original league with Batman and Martian Manhunter and Black Canary, but you know Batman would fall away fairly quickly, and uh, as would Black Canary. And so mm-hmm. you know Martian Manhunter was was with the group really through breakdowns. Um, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, so so it's about fifty odd issues. He got a little blood windy too. Right oh here. God, yeah. Oh. Oh, I'd forgotten about that. <laughs> but then, but then there was Justice League Task Force, and he was in that for sure. Yeah, but blood the direction wind. of that. The blood wind. Oh, good wind. God! I, I, had, I had blocked that, and I'm uh, sorry, but you can't take the genre without yeah. the blood wind. And of course, we would have um, some of the other the new universes that had been brought into that main Earth. You had. Um, well, you had Beetle and Captain Marvel. Well, Beetle, Beetle, who was from Charlton Comics, as was Captain Adam, who would come in around issue eight. Mister mm-hmm. um, Miracle, of course, from Kirby's Fourth World. Yeah. Um, and and Captain Marvel and being from uh, Earth S. Doctor Light. Um, she from was Crisis. Yeah, yeah, and and she started out on Earth too, didn't she? No. No. Okay. Oh no, you're right. You're right. She didn't. That's. Well, I I don't believe she did. I thought. I, I, I always no, thought it was right, one for right. her. Um. And Guy Gardner of all people was actually sort of the the legacy hero, which is interesting because that act that ends up being sort of a new version of a hero. Um. Anyway, it's kind of an interesting uh, way of way of looking at it. But oh, totally. Uh, God, you made me remember Bloodwind. I'm uh, sorry. Uh, Are you okay? Uh, You're gonna be okay, little camper. You're gonna be good. Uh, Bloodwind. Oh. <laughs> hey, you know what? It it was an interesting journey in Justice League. I I, I miss Crimson Fox. I, I, I know. <gasps> oh yes, from Justice League Europe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I thought that was an ingenious idea to take the kind of to kind of riff on the Batman thing a little bit with a with a twist there of yeah. them being you know twins. Yeah. And so one twin would would be Crimson Fox for a little bit, and then the other one would be, and they wouldn't have any idea of who what the previous conversations were. <laughs> Yeah, with, with certain characters, which just made my day. It's like, what's going on with this woman? Oh, she's a twin. Oh, yeah, I yeah. get it. You know, and that that just made complete and utter sense to me once it was revealed. But I thought that was kind of a brilliant twist. We had seen you know brothers and sisters being yeah. heroes, but never you know the twin, uh, the identical twin idea. So I thought that was brilliant, and, and and the way that they did it, where that where you know the the team wasn't aware, yeah, and uh, and and it was just you know odd behavior and that, that odd sort behavior. of thing. Yeah, oh, she's kind of weird. Okay, must be French. Must be. Must be. French. Must be. Ugh, those French. 
Anyway, so lots of cool stuff came out of Legends. Of course, though, we would also get the uh, the Mike Barron Flash series where he, Wally had to eat a lot and he won the lottery and we got to see a lot more of his family. And then as we... Uh, and Frances Kane officially went crazy. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> it took forever, um, but she finally went cuckoo. And that was, that was much later in the run. That was actually when Wade came in. Um, but, um, yeah, Wally would, uh, you know... That was kind of the 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 Baron uh, guy part of it was sort of the beginning of what uh, um, Greg, Greg LaRoque described to us as the life and times of Wally West. Okay. And uh, they would be on it for a number of issues, and then the book was taken over by uh, William Messner Loeb's and Greg LaRoque. Um, and and LaRoque would stay through it even through part of the, the first half of the or the first little bit of the. Uh, um, Mark Wade run, so I think uh-huh. he was on on it through sort of issue seventy five ish because I think that's when they ended the. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. Anyway, uh, uh, but but at any rate, it was it was a lot of focus on Wally and his supporting cast, and uh, they got shuffled off fairly quickly once uh, once Wade came on, uh, and then it was more about the West family. Uh-huh. As opposed to the West friends and family, and uh, and so, um, but definitely a different take on the character, and one that turned out to be wildly popular because, man, when they brought Barry back, a lot of people flipped out that he wasn't Wally, and um, hmm. yeah. So anyway, you can't, you can't have it both ways, people. You just can't have it both ways. Well, this is true. So anyway, just just kind of interesting in the. Uh, um, in the idea, like, like we, you know, lots of different, lots of changes with characters, you know, new versions of characters, but also some legacy characters. So you had Guy Gardner taking over for Hal Jordan. You had Wally West taking over for Barry Allen. Uh-huh. <laughs> and this was the beginning of something that would, it would play pretty huge over the next, uh, really over the next decade for, uh, at, at the very least, um, and, and a bit further, but, um, but you know, you go much further past the decade, and and then you got people starting to come back. Um, or sorry, the, sorry, people having their rebirth. rebirth. And um, it, it, hold on, is that the the, I, the title card of something? I don't know. I don't know what that means. Oh, okay. Uh, but at any rate, um, big changes were afoot in the uh, in the in the. Um, uh, the in the DC universe at the time, and uh, it was pretty cool stuff. So agreed, agreed. Here we go. <laughs> All right, we wrap this up. Yeah, wrap Le- it up. Legends out. Um, <laughs> We're done. Mike. Yeah, we finally, finally did it. Um, so uh, yes, yeah, so but you know the thing is, holding off on the end of Legends was also really holding off on the beginning of millennium yeah um oh, god help us all and so <laughs> and so let's wrap up comments as always are welcome at legion of substitute podcasters at gmail.com you can join in the conversation on our facebook page which can be found at facebook.legion of substitute podcasters.com we are on on the twitter we are losp podcast in addition to all these things you can head over to our website legion of substitute podcasters.com where you can leave a comment on this or any episode. And with that, we make our way back into the time bubble and we head all the way back to 1987 so we can see Ronald Reagan 
cancel the whole superhero thing and well see how well that goes and we will see you all next week Mm, more blood win next week kids